All right. Welcome to the Fantasy Wire HQ podcast. I am your host, Frank B. You can follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Wire HQ, online at FantasyWireHQ.com. Thank you for checking out today's episode. And please do me a favor, subscribe, leave it a review, share it, retweet it, all that good stuff. It takes a minute to do, and I really appreciate it. Now, during the season, we will have the quick cast, which is 30 minutes or less. It's a podcast that will break down the game skid each NFL week from a fantasy perspective this episode today and all episodes up until kickoff if we have a kickoff hopefully are going to be long form interview podcasts or content specific features so okay i'm done let's get to the business today i've got a very special guest on the podcast he is the developer and creator of nfl mock database.com and while you're listening to the pod go to the site save it and bookmark it because you're going to love it and you're going to need it. It's going to be really cool to follow along with when the NFL draft happens very, very soon here. So you can follow him on Twitter at NFL Mock Draft DB. He has been featured on Bleacher Report, SI, SB Nation, and Fan Sided. We welcome Denny to the podcast. I appreciate you coming on today. How are we doing? You're doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So what's going on in uh, your neck of the woods? I don't want to get into a bunch of quarantine talk, but uh, <laughs> anything to kill the time here lately. I mean, I power washed my house the other day. I gave the uh, the power washer a full scouting report on Twitter. Um, just killing time and boredom, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, tomorrow I can't wait. I'm going to be cleaning up my garage. Yes. Really, really exciting. I'm going to be taking the snowblower out and running it and getting rid of the gas and everything. Yep. Yeah, you, know, you got to do all that typical, stuff. Typical homeowner stuff, you know? Yeah, all the shit that we've put off and not done, <laughs> it's time to do. It's time. Yep. You got weekends home. You're doing nothing. You got to knock it out. So good God. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all I'm doing, man. And fantasy football stuff, NFL, at least. I mean, there's a draft that's going to happen. It gives us some sense of normalcy. And I'm looking forward to that. And it's something to keep all of us from killing each other online, I guess you could say, too, with twitter trolls and and the stuff that goes on there it's absolutely insane it's like something's got to happen we need sports damn it yep yep even even with the with draft coming up we're still killing ourselves because we're debating on which wide receiver is the is the fifth best and or the 12th best and you know with such a deep class it's it's crazy yeah this is gonna be a good draft i'm real interested to see how it goes down um but yeah let's before we lead off any questions here i ran a mock draft on your site NFLMockDraftDatabase.com for the Ravens and the Packers. Those are my two teams. I'm from Baltimore, so my heart and soul is with with Baltimore at the Ravens. And I live in Wisconsin, so it's all about the Packers here. And I do love that team just as much. I've been here since 97, so um, it's impossible to live in a state with a team like this and not start coming around, you know, to like them and go. And I know you're in Chicago, so it's Mm -hmm. probably bear country down there. But, um, but yeah, so I did have Ravens and Packers mock draft on your site. I posted it on my Twitter feed. I, I linked everything through there. Anybody that wants to go on my site will link you right to yours, which is cool. So give it a look and let us know what you think. So onto the site. I mean, wow, man, you're you're gonna love the site. It's clean. It's easy to use. You just can't beat it. So give me the rundown on your site for the people listening here to this podcast episode. NFL mock draft database.com what can a person expect when they log in check it out for the first time 
you know, how are we going to use it? What are some of the cool features? Because it's got a lot of stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So the, the main intention for the site was to just kind of host all the mock drafts that exist out there um, in a nicely clean formatted way uh, and then kind of link back to the articles so that you can you can find them easily um, rather than having to Google and and find, you know, these articles yourself. Like I've done the work for you. So all you have to do is just go to the site, you know, click on click on the, the mock. You'll see the entire list of the first round mock. And then from there, if you want to get an analysis, you can just move on to the article and kind of get the, the writer's spin on each take, on each uh, pick. Um, and kind of with that, um, when I was doing my searching, so I started the site last year. So 2019 was the first uh, mock draft season that I had. Um, and during my searching, I realized that there was a lot of articles about like team-specific mock drafts, so like a Packers seven-round mock draft, where they would just do you know, the Packers first round pick, the Packers second round pick, the Packers third round pick, et cetera. Um, and so I'm like, there's a lot of these mocks. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do those too. So I started doing team mock drafts and I have a list of team mock drafts. And then from there I found big boards, you know, uh, player rankings. Um, and, uh, then kind of also I ended up doing redrafts as well because people, people love doing redrafts. And I, I, for me, I'm kind of a user of the site as well. And so I build stuff that I would want to see, you know, I don't know how many times I've listened to, you know, sports radio and they talk about, you know, especially in, in bear country, right. They're like M Mitchell Trubisky was, you know, he wouldn't have gone too overall. And I'm like, yeah, pretty sure that, you know, every single mock had him as like the top quarterback. Oh yeah. But okay. But you know, so it, it's, it's, it's fun to kind of talk that way, but I want to have like the proof and the, and the, and the data um, another kind of thing around that was like the Mahomes thing, right? When Mahomes got drafted that year, the Chiefs traded up to get him. And Mahomes was not supposed to go when he went. I think he was supposed to be like a late first round pick. Right. Um, so he was never in the equation for the Bears. It was it was Watson and, and Trubisky. Um, so that that kind of all this stuff just kind of built up in my mind. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to build this out and, and make it make a cool database that has all the picks and everything. Um, and so when I built this all out, I had so much data I had all this data of like every single pick. I'm like, all right, well, what's like the, who's the most common player picked for the, you know, for the, for the Bengals, which obviously we all know is Burrow. Right. But, but now I have percentages and like, I think it's like, what is it at 97% or something? Um, mock drafts are picking Burrow to go to the Bengals. So then I was able to kind of build like a consensus mock draft that um, every team had a unique player. So you're like, OK, now you can kind of get a sense of like, you know, where these players are going to end up um, in this year's draft. We find a lot of uh, with the with the uh, Broncos that the most most mocks are picking players for the Broncos that probably won't be there because other teams ahead of them right. are going to pick these guys. So they're kind of one of these teams that are in this weird, they don't know what they're going to do because we, they're kind of, they can go in so many different directions. I know a lot of people are picking wide receiver for them, but, um, you know, I think they're kind of in the realm of like whoever falls to them. Um, and uh, another, another thing that I kind of built out was the consensus big board, which um, there's a, 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 uh, so most people think that it's a I just took all the big boards and made one made like kind of a consensus big board. But that's not true. What I did was I took all the mock drafts that I have 
and kind of um, use those to kind of rank the players in a smart way. So I've kind of built this big, this, you know, truly unique big board that kind of shows the ebbs and flows of the mock draft world where like, I think this week, Michael Pittman all of a sudden is like the top wide receiver in the, in the league. I'm like, Michael Pittman. I'm like, I think he was pretty much like, no one's really, no one was really talking about him, you know, like uh, a few weeks ago, but now all of a sudden he's like the hotness. So I fully expect him to climb uh, in these mock drafts, uh, you know, in the coming week or so. Right. Um, but yeah. And then, the final big piece was the simulator that I had uh, just recently built. Um, and, you know, at the time when I built it, there was, there was two on the market. Um, and I, and I built mine, you know, in roughly about three weeks, uh, built it out and, and launched it. And uh, it's been a huge success and I'm really happy with it. And I've been getting a lot of feedback from people and I appreciate that. And I'm pretty open and receptive to anything that people have. So, um, but yeah, my, my whole thing with that was keep it free. You know, I'm a, I'm a man of the people. <laughs> I'm not going to charge you for I'm not going to charge you for this stuff, you know. So Listen, I'm telling you the best stuff that's out there is far whether it's a, a podcast, a website, an app, uh, any of that stuff, whoever is in the train of thought of saying I want it to be what I want it to be, like I'm going to design like you just said, I'm going to design it to be what I want that is cool. Those are the ones that you need to bookmark and save. Those are the ones that take off and do well because it is what the people want. And it's not a bunch of suits in a boardroom going, this is what we're going to give the people, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we think is the best. And I guess if you're listening that, you know, fantasy football in the fantasy football world, we love mock drafts. I love doing mock drafts about this time. I'll hop on sleeper and I'll run a mock draft and see where these players are falling the ADP where these players are slotted and projected to go, it always changes, especially if you're on Twitter, social media, these players get amped up a hype video shoots a guy's ADP up the roof. And you're like, how does he come up? He's not even going to go at this point, you know, at this round in the drink. So it's always changing. And this is kind of taking the fantasy football mock draft and putting it into the real NFL mock draft. And like you're saying that consensus big board, I really love mm-hmm. that. And the simulator is insane. That's the, one of the best features on there because now I'm a fan of the Ravens. I'm a fan of the Packers. I'm going to go on there and I'm going to pretend to be GM and this is who I'm picking. And I know that when these other auto picks come up, you know, I'm not picking for every team, which I can as an option. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to only pick for mine. Those auto picks are kind of what may actually happen. It's pretty close. You know, it seems like that's where all these picks are generally going. Guys are falling right now at the current moment. It, it does always change. But uh, it, it's pretty neat to see. And even if you want to step back, I did a couple of the, the full mocks with a simulation on all the teams just to see where they all fall out a couple of times. And the settings I really liked. Tell me about those settings real quick. Yeah. So with a lot of those settings, I kind of, um, you know, built my initial thought on, you know, for example, like trading. Um, yeah. You know, so trading is free on the site. Um, and I kind of built out a first iteration of what I thought trading should be and the values that I think, you know, these, these trades should be. And I got a lot of feedback where it's like either trades were too hard to make or trades are too easy to make. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I disagree, but <laughs> you, if, if you, if you want a different setting, I will give you a different setting. So, um, I left it up to the users to decide what kind of setting they want to set. And I think we, we have like a, um, the setting that I think it should be, 
um, a setting that's a little more loose and then free for all. So you yes. want to trade the number one pick for the last pick of the draft? Go for it. Like It's your mock. I'm not, right. not going to restrict you, you know? Um, and so I, I think ever since I added those settings, a lot of that, you know, uh, feedback has, has kind of gone down because now the users are able to uh, determine how they want to mock. Yes, it does have more options versus the competitors as far as what you want your mock draft to be. And I do it strict, relaxed, and free-for-all. And then I like the other type of draft you'd like to have, whether it's conservative, aggressive, or chaotic. So, I mean, that's that's <laughs> awesome, right? What are you feeling like tonight? I feel like a chaotic draft. Let's right, run it yeah. and let's just hell break loose because there's always – I mean, normally every draft – there's a monkey wrench every single draft. It always happens. It's moving along. Guys are falling pretty much where they're slotted, you know, maybe a couple spots up or down. And then, boom, somebody trades up at, you know, the Mitch Trubisky trade that year. Maybe it's, oh, my God, there's always something, right? And then it comes off the rails, and you don't know who's going where, who's moving this, who's trading back. And that's, I think for me, I have a big issue watching people do a mock draft, and they go, okay, well, the Giants are going to leapfrog and trade with this team. How you can't even pick the players for God's sake. How can you right. forecast a trade? So when I look at that and I see people say, I ran a mock draft and and I planned on this trade with this team or this team, I like your site because I can select do I want to trade and I, I'm gonna let it happen out of my hands. I'm not sitting back and saying, okay, well, I think the Giants would trade with Miami here. They would move back and make it my, you know what I mean? I'm gonna let the computer simulate it to some kind of real life point which may or may not happen, but at least to be kind of close to maybe how it really does play out. You never know with the trades, but the settings are really cool to, to tinker with. You get a lot of different results. And I did, I think I did like three or four different ones on just the Packers with the different settings, different combinations of conservative and relaxed or chaotic and free for all. And it does give you a pretty different board as far as if you're trying to build for need or you're trying to build as a you know best player available type strategy. It was pretty cool. Yeah, one one of the things that I'm I'm really excited about doing. Um, so in the if if you go back and look at like the previous mock drafts from like 2019 and 2018, I have um, a a mock draft that's the most accurate uh, compared comparative to like the real world results. Um, and so I was thinking, I'm like, well, wouldn't that be kind of cool if I do it for the user mocks and see like which user mock that I have out there is the most accurate. Um, and it'd be kind of interesting to see like what, what setting they had it in. Were they in a chaotic setting Were they, you know, did they make trades? Um, so, you know, I have, I have enough user mock drafts that I could probably, that someone might get really close, uh, to being the most accurate. So I'm very interested to see that. Definitely. Now, what is your background? I guess, you know, how did we talked about a little, a little bit, but how'd you start up the site as far as, you know, what you were doing with it? maybe some technical stuff on it because I thought the first thing that I noticed when I jumped on there was it was really easy to use, easy to navigate and fast, Mm -hmm. fast, 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 which was awesome. So give me the rundown on that. Yeah. So, um, I've been watching the draft since I was like a kid, you know, I remember like, (laughs) I'm that weird kid that like, I'm like 10 and watching the, the, I'm spending all all weekend watching the draft. Yeah, right? absolutely. It was, it was it was awesome. You know, I, I still get nostalgia, man. When I when I when I yeah. hear like the ESPN like uh, music, the draft yeah, music, I'm the, like oh, I get a little chime. Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. Um, 
Although back in those days, they would they'd focus way too much on the first pick, and then I'd always miss the Bears pick at like 15, or they go to commercial or something. And I'm like, come on, what is? Yeah, so I get really really frustrated. But anyway, so uh, you know, I've always loved sports, and definitely been a big huge draft fan. And um, you know, I'm 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 also a software engineer, so I'm like, okay, well, I have skills um, that I can use to create something. Um, I don't really need anyone else. I could just do it by myself. And um, I'd seen that there was other databases out there, um, you know, online that, you know, one of which was pretty popular, but um, the sites were always just slow and they were clunky and there was just ads everywhere. And you're like, man, how do you even like navigate this site? Um, and it was slow, uh, like they weren't keeping up to date with everything and um, it didn't look great. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to make, I'm just going to, make a better version. And so I did. And my big focus with this was, um, like you mentioned with site speed, um, I wanted the site to be as fast as possible. I wanted, I wanted, I never wanted you as a user to come on my site and be frustrated with how slow it was and then leave the site. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, my big focus was, was getting that fast. Um, and there was a lot of, you know, technical techniques I could do to make that fast. Um, the other big thing that I wanted to do was just kind of have quantity. I wanted, I wanted you to never, if you ever wanted to find a mock draft, I never wanted you to Google something because I already found, I already did the Googling for you. You come to my site and, and I'm your, I'm your Google now. I'm your mock draft Google. Okay. <laughs> find, find what you want on the site. Um, and so that was my, my, my other intention is just get everything on the site. Um, the other thing was a lot of these other databases, they were just kind of like showing like the first few picks. And I'm like, well, I want to see all the picks. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to just see the three picks. I want to see all 32. Um, so that was another thing that, that, that I wanted to focus on was just getting um, just the first round. Uh, I know a lot of, there's a lot of articles that are like the three round or two round mocks, but those were not as consistent. So uh, the first round mocks are pretty consistent. So I was like, okay, this is, that's a, that's a good thing. Um, and yeah, just, um, you know, being able to update the site as, as much as I want and, and I can, I can kind of add features as quickly as I wanted to. And, uh, it's been a fun ride and, uh, it's progressed a lot in a year. Um, I, I started my first bit of code, I think it was February of last year. And, you know, it's a little over a year now and the site has grown pretty big. Yeah, no, it's great. And even just when you jump onto the first page, I mean, people, you know, you'll get on and you'll see Sports Illustrated. You'll see Bleacher Report, Sporting News, right? And then you've got Maze and Brew, right? Well, who the hell right. is Maze and Brew? you got Fox News. You've got NFL.com. <laughs> you've got Stampede Blue for the Colts. You've got Zone Coverage. So it is so thorough. It's got everybody, any outlet that you're you were wanting to check out and see what they've got going on. You can link, like you said, directly to it. You can see them all together. You've got the big names, the little names, the local guys. It It's solid. It's solid. Everything you want is right there. Yeah. So I, I love it. Personally, for me, I love that consensus mock, and I love the team-specific sections. Those are probably my two. The simulator, of course. But uh, um, before we get into like the team-specific pages, we'll, we'll role-play here, right? Okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You are the NFL GM, so give me the rundown kind of on how you would set up your war room 
if you were running the show? I mean, you've created the draft, the mock draft simulator and everything here. So what's your personally your draft philosophy, team philosophy, rankings, construction? Because we all like to fantasize about, man, if I was running the Bears, it wouldn't be this, it wouldn't be that or it would be this. I'd get right. this guy. This would be my strategy. So I'm just curious to pick your brain. What how do you roll with that? Absolutely. So for me, like it's there's there's two different things, right? Like I I get infatuated with the with the skill positions too, right? Like CD Lamb is like one of my favorite players in this draft. Yes. And I can't I can't it's wait for fantasy. I know I can't wait until fantasy. I'm gonna draft him. I've already like traded like so I'm in a keeper league, so I've already like traded a bunch of players to get like first round picks because I there love this stuff less. Yeah. But <laughs> um so I get I get really uh they're you know, they're the like the sexy pick. But that's fantasy. <laughs> uh for me, if I was really an NFL GM, I'd be building from the line. You got you have to have a strong offensive line and a defensive line because everything else will just work with that. Um, if you draft a QB with no line, you're going to end up with, with a David Carr situation where right. poor guy is getting killed out there and he doesn't really ever get a chance to show his, show himself because he's just getting sacked. Um, and it just helps everything. It helps the quarterback. It helps the, the running game. It, um, with the defense, it helps the cornerbacks um, because the pass rush will, will you know be able to uh, make the quarterbacks go nuts um, and they'll throw in accurate passes and then just everything will be better. Once you built from the line. Um, yeah, you're you're speaking my language because that's that that's what I'm all about is you built the trenches. Everything else can follow. And it just dominoes off of that, because if you've got the line play that holds up, I mean, you can you, you don't need elite corners in the in the backfield. You know, if you got a defensive line that's given the quarterback two seconds to throw three seconds to throw. I mean, he's already got that at most times anyway. But the pressure when the pressure's there, the mistakes happen when the pocket crumbles you know so i'm, I'm with you there 100 percent. yep yep yeah i mean like you know i think kind of just being being born in in chicago and being raised here it's like you know we don't we don't have a quarterback we don't we don't know what a quarterback looks like um right. so <laughs> to us it's it, it's defense and you know um a strong running game and uh i'm hoping the bears are smart this year and and they they do something with the offensive line to kind of solidify that but knowing knowing our gm he's going to trade up and and get a wide receiver or something so oh boy yeah what do we'll, you think of we'll Foles? What, is it going to be a Foles and uh, trubisky uh yeah. quarterback competition I, listen i did not want Foles at all at all he's that like was surprising oh, he's like the one quarterback i did not want and then the fact that they gave up a fourth round pick for him too i'm like what are you doing i i was so mad <laughs> i was so i was like physically upset that they did that. Now, granted, Foles might turn out okay, but I mean, if you look back at his like stats, he had one. He had one great run with the with the Eagles in the playoffs. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if you're looking, he's got a lot to prove as far as flaming out in Jacksonville, and that was kind of a raw deal. So, I mean, he's got a fresh start. He's got the Vikings, who just got depleted in the secondary. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine anybody facing the Vikings this year, it's going to be bombs away and it, it as long as he stays healthy and holds off Trubisky, he ought to be fine. But like you said, giving up the fourth round pick, when I saw that, wh- what do you guys do? Maybe a fifth or or something, but a fourth round. I mean, you can build a lot in those rounds, those third, fourth rounds. You get yeah. a lot of good tackles and trench guys in those rounds a lot of times. And and uh, yeah, I was I was really surprised. And then the Jimmy Graham really 
made me do a triple take when I saw that. But and that's, with the no, that, no, no trade clause too. Look at that. Yeah, and that I guess that's the pace connection, right? I think so. I guess I don't. I mean, the 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 the, the thing in Chicago is like they're talking that um, have the Bears improved? Yes. I mean, they got a better tight end, I guess. They got a better quarterback, but the the increase in talent is not as expected, right? So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and then what did they do on defense? They added. I thought the defense. Who did they acquire? I cannot remember. They, uh, Having a Robert brain fart. Quinn, yes, from the Cowboys, yeah. right? Yeah, but then they lost Leonard Floyd. So yeah, I mean, Quinn is better than Floyd, um, but I mean, we'll we'll see. <laughs> I don't see. I don't really have high hopes for the Bears. Oh boy, yeah. And then I guess my next question here: Who are some rookies that uh, you have your eye on this season? We talked about C.D. Lamb, um, and yeah. just ex- you kind of expect them maybe to excel in the league. Any busts or, uh, you know, risk players, I guess, in your opinion, for this draft class? So I think, I don't know, I, this wide receiving class has got me so excited. There's so many great players in, yeah. this, in this class. I don't know if there's anything, if, if there's ever been as deep of a class as this one. But, um, I mean, Lamb and Judy are going to be studs. They just are. Uh, you know, Judy, just by default, being an Alabama wide receiver, like, has there been a bust? First round Alabama wide receiver in recent history? Not really. Right. They're, so they're solid. They're solid. They're solid players. And, you know, Lamb is kind of like that, that, that other, you know, you know, every year there's like a, a guy from a school that normally doesn't have, you know, a top player, but they do this year. And I think Lamb kind of fits that mold of like the top wide receiver. I mean, last year Oklahoma had like Marquise Brown, but um, Lamb is, is like a wide receiver one, you know a true wide receiver one. So those two are going to be awesome. And then I'm really excited about Justin Jefferson. Uh, I think he's going to be great too. Um, he's kind of also like in that LSU wide receiver where they don't really flame out either. Um, so um, personally for like fantasy purposes, I'm going to be targeting Lamb, Judy and Jefferson. Um, running backs are kind of like, running backs are just wherever they fall where whatever team they get drafted by um you know they're swift at the top and and um, um taylor who yeah taylor jonathan taylor yeah who i like a lot too um but we'll just see where they end up uh, yeah I'm, i'd love to see because if you think back like remember when wide receivers were not going in those early high rounds because they were all crazy divas they were just nightmares to handle and they'd flame out or they wouldn't get on the field. And then for a while, I just remember where teams were staying away from wide receivers first round, no matter what. And it was either tackles, backs, what it, maybe a tight end sprinkled in their quarterbacks, obviously. But um, mm-hmm. and now it's the almost the opposite way where the wide receivers are coming on strong. They're coming out of college and playing right away. And now the running backs are going by the wayside because, hey, I can flip running backs mid-season anywhere pick a street street free agent whatever plug a guy you know old face new place new team kind of thing and Mm -hmm. the backs are starting to slide but i think for what i would like to see i don't think it's going to happen in the draft but i would love to see the packers grab jonathan taylor homegrown talent because aaron jones everybody would go why would you do that you've got aaron jones but he's on he's gonna be on a contract year right packers Mm -hmm. are are they going to pay up for him 
in the backfield? I don't think so. So if you plugged in Taylor out of the draft, that would be a great Rodgers backfield. I mean, Rodgers, Taylor in the backfield, Adams, you, you got to get a receiver, but the draft is deep enough that you can grab one later. So I, w- I think that would throw a big monkey wrench, like we were talking earlier, into the draft. And I would love to see how everything falls after that. That would be pretty interesting. I mean, it's it's really not that crazy of an idea. I mean, teams need two backs, right? I mean, yeah. the, the Titans did it with one, but you know, Derrick Henry's a beast. You can't really stop him, but um, it's not that crazy of an idea. I mean, yeah. do, would you would you pair Aaron Jones? I mean, minus last year, what did Aaron Jones really do? Yeah, I mean, nothing. Was, I mean, he was in McCarthy's doghouse forever, and then he right. got hurt a couple times. So, I mean, I just it's hard to see that they they pay up. They typically don't on backs and and stuff like that. But who mm-hmm. knows? It would be it would be pretty interesting. And then and then busts. What do you do for uh for busts this season? Anybody you're looking there? Or how do you kind of check those so, guys out? One guy that scares me, and I don't know why, but he he scares me, and it's it's uh it's Jordan Love. Uh, I don't know if it's just like the hype is is getting crazy, or I think it is. It's insane. They're like they're now they're talking like he could be like the number two quarterback. I'm like stop it, like stop it now, guys. Like Burrow's won. I don't even know if Burrow's won. Like Burrow had a great year. Don't get me wrong. Um. But, you know, Tua's still there and and Justin Herbert, you know, they're those are three stud quarterbacks that mm-hmm. all were at one point the number one overall pick, right? In in mock drafts. Uh, and now Jordan Love comes kind of comes out of nowhere, small school. Um, not to say that he couldn't excel, but I'm worried that he's going to climb so high that the expectations are going to be so high for him that he's not even going to ever be able to like live up to that. And that's just right. unfair. Um, but who knows? I mean, kid might be great and, you know, we'll see. I think he, he might be one of those, like, we gotta, you gotta fall in the right situation. Right. My other favorite area of the site, without a doubt, is the team specific pages. Uh, I ran that Ravens draft team specific. I ran the Packers team specific, but let our listeners know how you kind of constructed that page. So if they're going to jump on and let's say, you know, they're not too concerned with a full NFL all 32 team mock draft. They just want to do their favorite specific team, just kind of how you constructed that page, how it works, kind of how fun it's going to be to follow along with it during this year's NFL draft. Yeah. So um, the, the team I'll use as an example is, is the dolphins because they have multiple first round picks. Um, and when you go to the page, you'll you'll immediately be kind of shown this, this pretty looking bar graph and it'll, it'll show the, the player that the, the team is going to pick at that at that slot. So, for example, the Dolphins have the fifth pick, um, and most mocks have Tua going to the Dolphins at five. Um, and so you can see on the on the page it'll be like, okay, Tua is the most common player, and it'll be a percentage based. So you'll see 65% of the mocks have Tua going five, and then 23 have Justin Herbert, and then 2.2% have Jeffrey Okuda going to the Dolphins at five. Um, and it was kind of a fun little thing to see these percentages. Cause you know, you've always, you're always curious, like, all right, well, this mock has Tua going to the dolphins. What does this mock have? This one right. has, uh, Justin Herbert. Okay. Well, which one should I trust? Um, so it's more like just curiosity. Like you can see these percentages and, um, 
funny enough, like as you get further down the mock, they become less and less common. Um, so like Joe Burrow, for example, is 97 percent to the to the Bengals. And then I think like the 32nd pick has is like 10 percent, you know, because they there's just so much variation that you it's hard for mocks to stay consistent. Right. Um, and so I also wanted to kind of show uh, the actual mock drafts that are that are um, picking that player. So it'll show like the, mo- the first 10 most recent mock drafts that have Tua going to the Dolphins at five, as an example. Um, and it'll show all picks of that team. And then at the bottom of the page, um, because I've already been adding all these team-based mock drafts, these seven-round mock drafts, five-round mock drafts, whatever, um, I was like, well, I already have all the Dolphins, you know, mock drafts. I'll just display them on the on the team page. So now, you know, not only do you get the first round kind of consensus analysis, figuring out like where where those players are going, but you also get all the Dolphins mock drafts. So, you know, for me as a Bears fan, I I like to see kind of like the local spin. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's fun to see like the national spin, but the locals really know. Oh what yeah. The team what the team is going to be doing, right? So. Um, you know, for the Dolphins, you'll have a lot of these local, um, you know, experts that, that really know the ins and outs of what the Dolphins are thinking and what the front office is thinking and all that stuff. So you might get a little bit more of an accurate vibe. Um, and I, I personally like going to those kind of outlets. So um, you can get a list of all of those uh, on those pages as well. Yeah, I always say that, too, for fantasy. You know, you look at these players and, and national media will give a rundown on what they think player A is going to do for the you know real life NFL season, how it equates to fantasy. But I always say, like you said, go to your local media outlet. Some of these guys, yeah, they're hacks. Some of them are just idiots. Some of them are homers, <laughs> but they've got the pulse of the team, right? I mean, if I'm trying to check out somebody on the Colts, I'm going to jump into some like local Colts coverage beat writers or something and kind of see where that third, fourth wide receiver is shaking out and how I can apply that to my fantasy team. And somebody yep. may laugh at my pick for, you know, Marcus Johnson, whoever. And I've done a little bit of research to at least know that this guy does have a good opportunity to move up or he's got maybe the other way. He's not even going to crack the team this year. Somebody else picks him. But, yeah, the local stuff, that's where that's where I put my money a lot. Yeah, I, I remember I remember the one year. Um, who was the tight end on the Packers that 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 fumbled the the like onside uh, kick? Bostic. Yeah. yeah. Brandon Bostic, right? I think so, so was, yeah. I've already like, forgotten his name. <laughs> <laughs> so I think at, at, at his year, he was like, everyone was kind of saying like, oh, he's going to be the Gronk. You know, yeah. he's got to be yep. great. And I remember keeping him like, oh, okay. All right. The locals love him. Okay, cool. And then the fumble happened and his career was over. Yeah. They, everybody really wanted him to kind of take the the reins and, and be the next Jermichael Finley because – uh, locally, I know that everybody's just clamoring for that tight end position to reemerge on the Packers offense, you know, and it hasn't since Jermichael Finley. He was the last guy that was like a solid threat, splitting coverage, seams down the middle. I mean, he was a beast, right? And then he got hurt. They've never really filled his spot. And originally, when they took Jimmy Graham, I thought that Graham was going to be the guy because he, I kept saying, hey, he's he's a big target. He's huge. He cannot run like he used to. That's fine. But the Packers could kind of treat him like a hired gun, and he doesn't have to do that. He can just catch jump balls and fades in the end zone. I mean, he's a red zone play 
total threat machine, in my opinion. They never used him like that. And then he's and now he's in Chicago. Who knows? Maybe it turns out the same way. Maybe they use him. But it's like if they would just use that guy and design plays within the 20, whether it's a fade, just something quick. I mean, he could get open. He's just so big. He's six foot seven. I went to the camp, training camp and saw him. And I, he's bigger in real life. I mean, when you see him than on the TV, on the TV, you see him and he's like, yeah, it's a big guy. But when you see him in real life, you're like, damn, oh, my God, <laughs> you're standing like because you can go pretty close yeah. to the field up there. And I couldn't believe how big that guy was. And it's like, geez, I can not imagine trying to box him out. He'd throw your ass on the ground. So, right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. And like I said, the Packers have not filled that tight end positions <laughs> since Finley. So it's, yeah, some of the guys get it wrong. Some of them got the little, you know, the, their own little agendas. They want to shoot players up the depth chart with, but doesn't always work out. But that's why, like, um, you know, I, I don't know if Rogers just doesn't like tight ends, but um, you know, there's been, there's been this kind of push with the Packers uh, uh, with the mock drafts, uh, mocking Cole Komet uh, from I've seen that. Name. Yeah, yeah. To, to the Packers. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just don't – the Packers kind of just don't really I, – I, I see more of like a, you know, a a Chase Claypool or, you know um, – I would like that guy. I, I like that yeah. guy. I mean, he's already kind of like a tight end anyways. So, uh, you know, if you could throw him out on the outside and more of a jump ball receiver to kind of compliment Adams um, or like a Michael Pittman or something, you know. I, That's I what I was that. thinking. Yeah, I can see that more than like a tight end. Um, I just don't see. I don't think Rodgers is a fan. He doesn't really utilize the tight end as as well as we want him to use the tight end. Um, so. Yeah, it's just not part of the offense for whatever reason. And I would imagine, right. like you said, if they took a let's say they took a receiver first round and then picked up Claypool later, I think Claypool is a guy that you could you could use him as a wide receiver, like you said. You could use him as a tight end. And he could be an interchangeable piece on the offense for them and do some damage, create some mismatches. I would love to see that. And then they don't have to burn a high pick on a tight end, Cole Met, whoever it may be. And maybe he doesn't turn out. I mean, because the tight end class isn't the greatest. They, they've all got a, a little plus and minus, I guess, to their game. It, there's no clear cut guy in that group that you look at or like, damn, this is a this is a George Kittle type or this is a. Travis Kelsey type. They they're just not, there's really none in this year's class. So, right. Yep. I mean, there's that there's that tight end from uh, Dayton. He's slipping my name right now, but Troutman. He just, he, I think it was. Yeah, Adam Troutman. Adam. Troutman, yeah, he's yep. he seems to be the complete guy as close as you can get, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he he just seems like such an um a uh, a Bears tight end, and that's yeah. probably because we we wasted a, a second round pick on. You know, um, what's his name? I forget the guy's name, but the, the bust out, the flame out uh, tight end. Shaheen? Shaheen, no. there you go. Was it? Adam yeah. Shaheen. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what, what, what they end up doing with that. But So now I'm assuming the Bears are your favorite team. They are. Okay. How, how could you tell? How could you tell? <laughs> I just, you never know. Just make sure. So, like, now if you're running, you're the GM put on your your GM cap, head scout cap, whatever you're running their draft. How are you constructing the 2020 team? Yeah. So the bears kind of brought themselves into the situation um, that they're in this year. Uh, you know, with the, with the Foles trade didn't help losing that fourth round pick. 
Um, but they do have two second round picks. So right. my, my first strategy, especially like in, in my, in the simulator, uh, I always trade down. Uh, you got to pick up more picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably keep one of the two second round picks. You don't want to, you don't want to trade down both of them. Um, you can, but, uh, you know, personally I would, I'd keep one trade, trade the other one, get, get some, you know, third, fourth round picks, whatever you need. Um, because the problem is with their last second round pick and their, their next pick, which is a fifth rounder, there's 114 picks between the two. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so if you want to feel the pain, you should go to the simulator, pick the bears and do like normal speed. Cause I have, I have speed settings, right? Mm-hmm. So I always do fast speed because I'm like, I just want to go through this. Thing. Right. But yeah. You want to feel the pain, go to normal and just let it auto pick until the fifth round pick. And you'll just see just how many players are coming off the board. You can watch, you can watch them come off the board uh, as on, in, if you set your overall player rankings, you're like, oh, I hope he drops. No, he didn't drop. Shoot. Uh, what wow, about this? Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> It's oh it's brutal. God. It's brutal. So they gotta they gotta do something. They gotta recoup some picks and uh, they gotta trade down. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, you gotta get rid of you deal one of those second rounders and and you ought to get something to fall back into the third some somewhere, right? I mean, 114 picks. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Rough. That's heartbreaking too as a fan to sit like you said and watch all those names off the board and you're nope 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 yep. nope nope <laughs> <laughs> and you settle 114 later. Good God. Yep. So, yeah, we talked about on the at the top of the show here every year the draft is rolling along. Then all of a sudden you get the monkey wrench, the record scratch, big trade, whether it's, you know, upper back that alters the course of everything. Um, the route is steered. Things go crazy. So doing these simulators that, you know, we talked about that chaotic setting and things that can happen. But in your opinion, what team, you know, or maybe possible reason for the move could be the first one to start that scenario off this year. I, it's hard for me to kind of think of anybody. I, I think somebody's going to leapfrog for a quarterback and it just, there's too many teams that need one so bad and the desperation is there. <laughs> I think to yep. a degree, you know, if you look at the Redskins, you, you look at the dolphins, even the lions, I mean, somebody could make a big early move and just jack up this whole draft you know, as far as players falling, but what do you think the scenario, how that goes off this year? Yeah. So there's a, there's a multiple uh, scenarios. I think, I think the first one is, is it lies with the Bengals, right? They're yeah. a, I, apparently they're still listening to offers for the number one pick, which is crazy. Uh, but if for whatever reason they trade the pick, that's uh, going to obviously destroy the entire draft and every mock draft is going to be completely wrong at that point. Um, but I think, the Lions probably are going to be the ones that will trade out. And it's going to be whatever team feels like they're a quarterback. Uh, they want to get their quarterback. And it's going to be between two or Justin Herbert. Um, you know, these teams fall in love with the quarterback. Yeah. And they're always worried. They're always worried that the team behind them is going to take them or the team in front of them is going to take that player that they want. So they're going to they're going to move up and get some capital and that probably will be the dolphins that will move up to make sure that they get the guy that they want which is probably going to be Tua but um who knows maybe the chargers move up to get Tua ahead of the dolphins and the dolphins are kind of like left with um Herbert but hey it's not a not a bad consolation prize uh oh no, no. Justin Herbert so um those three are going to be great and then you know Jordan Love uh you know maybe the maybe the buccaneers trade up um, because Brady, 
Brady's not a young chicken, you know, uh, spring chicken. So, you know, I think he signed a two-year contract, but, uh, you know, the Buccaneers need to find their next quarterback to build around after Brady leaves. So they could potentially uh, take a quarterback as well, but we'll see. I, I don't think I've seen many mocks um, having the Buccaneers doing that, but that was just kind of like my own instinctual thinking. Yeah, definitely. I think with the Bucks, you're going to get Brady for a couple seasons. And from there, it's kind of up in the air with, is he going to be good? Is he going to be able? Uh, I don't know. You, you got to do something. They can't, the Bucks can't play this Brady game and then go back to nothing. So mm-hmm. they're going to, if they're smart, they're going to have to make a move this season or next season on a quarterback, whether it's this year in the draft or it's a free agent next year, that somehow they can't go back into the sewer when Brady's done, right? Uh, or play the the retirement game with him either, you know? Is it right. going to be a, a Brett Favre-style retirement? Brady, is he going to retire this year? Is he going to play? It's, is this going to be the you know fourth? <laughs> to, gee, I, they're not going to deal with that. So, I mean, yeah, Miami trading up to take two, I do I, I do see that too. I mean, that he's long been rumored to be their guy, and they could they could jack everything up. The Redskins could Redskin and do their thing. Um, <laughs> and take, and take two up. You never know. I mean, it's it's insane. I think they they are pretty locked on Chase Young, right? I mean, it seems like that. It's kind of the don't think, don't blink pick, and they'd yeah. be fools, I think, to pass him up. Listen, like I, I so the Cardinals did it last year too, right? They took Rosen the year before, tenth overall. Now, granted, Rosen, I don't even think the the, the kid got a shot, a fair shot, but. Um, for the Cardinals to take Kyler Murray over Nick Bosa, I think it was insane. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm like, Nick Bosa's a, a, like a stud defensive end. What are you thinking? Uh, and, and Chase Young is that same mold, right? The stud, like, top top defensive end. Just, he's plug and play. Boom. Um, yeah. You know, who knows? The Redskins might pull a Cardinals and take a quarterback, uh, you know, a year after um, just taking a quarterback the year before, so. It's crazy. Yeah, it's going to be insane. So speaking of crazy, we're not going to go nothing. We won't do anything crazy, nothing crazy, just a <laughs> random one. The last question I'll give you, just a random one here. I'll, I'll give you a slow pitch softball, man. Just give me your Super Bowl prediction. I love Super Bowl predictions yeah. early. My brother and I do them, and we like to make fun of each other. And even it's just funny to go back and be like, why would I have picked that? You know, <laughs> at the end of the season and be like, oh, well, how the hell? And I think last this past season, I picked the Saints and Colts. Um, this year, I don't know. I, I it's it's t- I thought about it a little. I gotta say Ravens and like probably Saints. The Sa- I gotta see the Saints getting in there. They've come so close so many times, and the body of work, they they can't just keep getting screwed out of these playoff games, right? Or just screwing something up at the last minute. They're gonna have to get over the hump, and I think yeah. maybe it's this year somehow. So, I you know obviously we can we can eliminate some teams. We can you know there's obviously the top the top teams in the draft are probably not yes. going to be there. Uh, the Patriots are probably not going to be there anymore. The Buccaneers will be better, but they probably won't be there. Um, I do like the Saints. That's a good pick. Um, man, who would they who would be in there? See, like the Vikings are good. Um, they're a good team, and they have two first round picks. So it's like. They could just build upon their team. AFC, you know, I'm not a huge Niners fan for the NFC as well. Um, 
I, I think they're going to regress. Um, what do you Ravens, think on the Dude, the Bills. That's a yes. The Bills. That's I, exactly I think the what. Bills could be. I mean, everybody's saying. I think with the Patriots, everybody's either saying they're going to fall off and they're done, or they're staying on top and nothing changes. Well, it, it's it's not one extreme <laughs> or the other. It, I don't really think it is. I think they're going to slide, but I think this is the year the Bills sneak up, steal the division, and I don't think the Patriots are going down. You know, cellar dwellers, but they're not going to be first place with a bow anymore either so i think it's going to be a dogfight for that afc east at the end and i think the bills could steal it and they i think their defense is good they got digs now on offense so they do have some threat john brown and josh allen if he gets a pocket presence this year and develops holy crap i mean he's he's really dangerous are you talking about nfl mvp josh allen is that is that who you're talking about and (laughs) mvp oh yeah you think so yes He's he's dangerous, it's, man. He's dangerous. He's, I liked what I saw from him this past year. It's just yeah. if if kind of like Lamar in that first year, if it's like, man, if this guy could just sit and throw, go yeah. through progressions, and he could be dangerous, and I think he can get it done. Why not? He's he's going to win people fantasy championships this year. He's gonna be he's gonna be the, one of the top quarterbacks in fantasy for sure. Now that problem when you're when you're a top quarterback in fantasy probably translates to success in the NFL, but um we'll see I, yeah i i really like that pick so yeah, I'm, I'll, go, I'll, I'm, go, I'll go i'll go bill saints I'll go bill okay saints. saints and bills that's what i'm going with okay yeah, yeah we'll now. we'll revisit this and have a good laugh because it always <laughs> shakes out to be off but yeah even with the playoffs it's like what i think they say four or five teams every year are eliminated out of the playoffs from the previous year so if mm-hmm. you I got remember the old school magnet boards with the helmets, yes. all the divisions. I got that in my basement. My brother has it as well, and we're always checking that out and setting our magnet board. It's our big board, and I look at that and I pull off four teams from each side. That's kind of crazy because some of those yeah. when you pull, I mean, two and two are pretty easy, but then the last one you're kind of like, I don't, I'm having a hard time moving this team out of the playoffs completely. But it it happens every single season. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's wild. So it'll be a fun ride. Yes. If, if it happens this year. If, Absolutely. if it actually happens. I think it uh, will. I think it will. Yeah, but I wanted to uh, I want to give you a little teaser on a potential feature for the oh, site. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. <laughs> Break. You uh, heard it here but, first. Yes, yes. So um, the thing I'm working on right now is a multi-year simulator so right now we you can only simulate the 2020 mock draft right but i'm going to allow you to pick what year you want so you can choose to go back and and rerun the 2019 if you want you can do the 2020 or you can do the 2021 uh simulator so as soon as the draft is over you'll be able to immediately jump into a 2021 simulation and start playing around and and mess around so and the, that's going to be 21 classes will be locked and loaded in there. It'll be locked and loaded. Uh, you'll probably only be able to do the first round because okay. uh, oh, that's, not, yeah. not, a ton, not a ton of data yet on, on those mocks, but um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll oh, that's fun. good. That's nice. Cause yeah, I mean, even within what, like a week or two after the draft, every season, there's always a 20, mm-hmm. you know, the next 2021 draft will be online yep. and somebody will have a full first round of 
slotted guys and who's coming out and who's not, who's going to be the, the top five off the board. And yeah, that's good. That's excellent. Those are, those, those, those are fun to look back at uh, for the 2020 year uh, and just see just how crazily wrong they are. And, and that's probably why they call them the way too early you yes. know, mock drafts. <laughs> so. Oh, it's the same as the fantasy stuff too. I mean, there's, there's so many way too early prediction pieces and things, and it's, it's hard to tell you know, especially fantasy wise, who's going to do what year to year, because the parody in the NFL real life is even more amplified in the fantasy landscape. So it's mm-hmm. you're really dart throwing to try to pick guys there as far as fantasy bust, fantasy stud, dud. You know, there's always the offseason articles like that. So like they, they crack me up as well. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, that's going to wrap up today's podcast and again i really appreciate everyone listening checking out the the episode here subscribe follow and uh, we're gonna have a lot more quality content coming throughout the off season and throughout the nfl season so before i let you go denny let the people know where they can find you give me a couple plugs where they can find you on twitter and the website and everything here what you got going on yeah so the, the site is called nfl mock draft database uh it's my nfl mock draft database.com uh, you can find me on Twitter at NFL Mock Draft DB. Uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And you can always, you know, send me a send me a DM on Twitter. Uh, I'm responsive, and you'll be you'll you'll get me. I'm I'm a one man show over here. Awesome. Uh, so it's fun. Yep. Follow, bookmark the website, and make sure you have that open during the NFL draft coming up here. I'm going to have that on my laptop. To my one side, I'm going to follow along and see where they come off the board. I'm going to run a couple mocks. I'll probably have them. You can save them, which I do like. Um, I'm going to save a couple and open them up and just see how the real draft plays out to how I picked along prior and see how it shakes down. Yeah, that'll be fun to do as well. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Until then, stay safe. Be good. Yeah. All right. This press conference is over. Go away. No, it's over, Phil. It's over.